0: we on that haunted ground, three spooked. the three spooked girls hello spooksters my name's CK and today I'm an honorary spooked girl i'm doing this one simply because it's about irish cryptids and while i'm scottish my dad was irish but i'm scottish i can handle the pronunciation a wee bit better so just, <laughs> before normal programming is resumed, let me furnish you with the top five Irish cryptids. The good, the bad, and the mucky. My dad is not on this list. It's not a cryptid, as far as I know. But the first one I'm going to talk about is called the Ollyfeast. So this, you might know the story of St. Patrick, the patron saint of Ireland. He was the one who drove all the snakes out of the country when a horde of them attacked him during prayer. Not only did he do that, he further decreed that all American rivers should be made green on the 17th of March. But there's a wee bit of extra stuff to tell you about that comes from this story. The River Shannon is the longest river on the island. And according to legend, the feast which derives from two Irish words, two Gaelic words, all which means great, and paste, which means worm or beast or reptile or monster. So basically, it breaks down to a big fuck-off snake. It was a serpentine dragon of massive proportions and even greater intelligence. So in some stories, passed down by oral tradition, the creature caught wind of Patrick's plan to banish the snakes of Ireland into the ocean. So, this gigantic beast was unwilling to stick around long enough to see how it played out and decided to fuck off. And it fucked off at a rapid speed and it caused a scar across the land. The scar was then poured in with water became the River Shannon. There's a wee bit of extra tale about the Oliphist as well. So, many say, on its way out of Ireland, this brute of a worm made a quick snack of a drunken piper named O'Rourke. But O'Rourke, being in a seven-sheets-to-the-wind kind of state, didn't really take much heat of his situation, and he continued to play in the belly of the beast, annoying it so much that it just spat him out again before it plunged into the sea. Number four is the Wolfman of Ossery and Galway, in an account from Gerard of Wales in the early twelfth century. It said that an unnamed priest was once travelling through the woods, making his way from the province of Ulster to County Meath. To his surprise, a wolf appeared from the thicket. It told him not to be afraid. I'm trying to find this wee bastled with a red hood. It didn't. What it did do was explain to him its unique predicament. It was cursed. There were cursed natives of Ossory, which is a long extinct Irish kingdom. A man and a woman were doomed to transform into wolves once every seven years. The male wolf's partner had fallen ill, and he requested that the priest perform the last rites over her ailing body in case she wasn't able to pull through, which would mean she could actually enter into heaven. The priest complied, and all was well. Rumours of the presence of these wolf people in Ireland sprung up again in 1913, when a bipedal canine creature, though some describe it as having the head of a bear, maybe it was a bear, was reportedly seen by two teenagers waiting for a train in Bally in County Galway. When the boys attempted to speak with the creature, it rudely said, Don't talk to me. While nothing has been reported since then, there's every chance it could be due to the locals opting to follow that strange fellow's instruction. Would you want to talk to a pissed-off dog-bear creature? Nah. Number three on this hit parade of monstrosities is the Door Chew, sometimes known as the King Otter. This is a gargantuan beast, aren't they always? Said to have once lurked beneath the surface of Glenade Lake in Glenade Valley in County Leitrim. A headstone found in the nearby Cornwall Cemetery bears an image of its likeness. Dating back to September 1722, this headstone marks the burial site of Grace Connolly, and this poor woman became the tragic victim of the King Otter while washing her clothes on the shore of the Lake One Morning. Though the story of the glenade Lake Dorchew is easily the creature's most famous appearance in Irish mytho-history, it's far from the only one. In the 1896 edition of the Journal of Royal Society of Antiquaries of Ireland, a reader, Ms. Walkington, wrote a letter that described her sighting of a creature, quote, half wolf dog, half fish, end weird quote. Her letter was responded to sometime later by Mr. H. Chinchester Hart, who had heard stories of a creature identical to what she described. He called him, quote, the King of All Lakes and Father of all Otters End quote. he may not have said it like that, but it sounded like it, and claimed he could quote, run his muzzle through rocks. End quote. I'm assuming that Mr. Hart is talking about the King Otter and not himself in the year two thousand. Renowned Irish artist Sean Corcoran reported witnessing the appearance of a door chew in a lake while visiting Connemara's Omi Island with his wife, and he said, quote, The creature swam the width of the lake from west to east in what seemed like a matter of seconds, end quote. After doing so it gave, quote, the most haunting screech, end quote, he had ever heard and disappeared into the water. King Otter. Good swimmer. Bit of a murderer. Monarchy, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Number two. The Direwolves of County Fermanagh. If you know your Game of Thrones, you're sure to have a special place in your hearts for the Direwolves. A litter of canine companions rescued by the show's leading players, the Stark children. Depicted as an incredibly large and intelligent species of wolf, the dire wolves are considered to be the products of legend before the starts happen upon them. Similarly, a lot of folk think that George R. Martin made them up, but he didn't. They were real. They were a real species that existed about 12,000 years ago. They had hard, heavy bones that brought their weight up to 240 pounds, which in American is about 17 and a half stone, I think. And their bite was 30% more powerful than the grey wolves we recognise today. In other words, brutal bastards. So if they were real, what gives them the cryptid status? And specifically an Irish one at that. Most evidence suggests argument that prehistoric direwolves are fully extinct today. There have been sightings in County Fermanagh, Northern Ireland, and that could suggest otherwise. In 2012, Local hikers claim to witness a pack of these fearsome creatures on the hunt, describing them as wolves with stockier legs, a wider head and shorter ears, which matches the description of these ancient beasts exactly. While no sightings have been reported since, whisperings of their presence continue all across the county to this day. I'd whisper too, if a big fucking dog wanted to eat me. And number one. In with a cryptid bullet, the monster of Muckross Lake. Muckross Lake, which is also known as Middle Lake, or the Torque, is Ireland's deepest lake, located in Killarney National Park in County Kerry, along with a pocket load of salmon and brown trout. It's gigantic depth, which reaches up to 246 feet in places is said to be home to something massive. Unlike stories relating to other lake monsters, like Nessie, who's a mate of mine, the first records of Mucky, the muckross lake monster, are relatively young. In fact, the conversation regarding the existence of the monster only began in 2003, when the Irish Char Conservation Group ran a series of sonar scans in order to examine the fish population. Checking the results, they found that something had gotten in the way of the reading. A creature, it seemed, over the size of a two-storey house. Andrew Long, a specialist fisheries consultant partnered with River Monitoring Technology, said, quote, We have been unable to identify exactly what the image is, but we know it was not a computer or logging error, as the gear was functioning normally. When the researchers looked further back in time, they found that the area had, in fact, been home to the legend of a gargantuan sea serpent for many years. As a matter of fact, one of the highest points in the nearby mountains has always been known as Nocne or the Peak of the Serpent. An entirely separate lake was said to have been formed by the creature through brute force alone. What they don't know, and I do, is that Nessie was actually on holiday at the same time, over in Ireland. It's between us. But there you go, folks. Top five cryptids in Ireland. Been a pleasure talking with you. My name is CK. I'm the editor for Three Spook Girls. I also have three podcasts. Mirths and Monsters is the one I've done for the longest time, and it's about cryptids and things, which is why I know all about Nessie. I also do Infernal Souls and Eternal Arseholes, and I also just started CK's Killing It True Crime and History with my friend Suzanne. And we cover crime cases that are all pre-1960 that involve history of the time as well. As for Tara and Jess, you know where to find them. Check out the Facebook page, check out the TikToks, tell your friends, leave reviews, do all the nice things. Till next time, see you soon, spooksters.